how it could have gone. Do, 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 do. Hello, and welcome to How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. This is the where I, where I, damn it, sorry, I got a call, uh, where I, Ryan Cudahy, look at certain decisions I've made in my life and see how it could have gone if I made a different decision. That's the basic premise of the show. Uh, we, we tend to go beyond that a bit and go into a hypothetical situation based off of audience participation. Uh, Kelsey says, hey, Ryan, I'm walking into an interview, so I'll be back. What do you have for breakfast? Ken says, how are you? And Kelsey also says, how are you? So that brings us to segment number one of the show. It's uh, how is Ryan doing? We like to check in on, on the host and maybe use how he's doing as a barometer for the rest of the show. Kelsey says, also, did you call your mom? I, I, I actually, I'm doing quite well. And both me and my mom are vaccinated now. So for the first time in a year and a half or so, I saw my mom yesterday. So that was fun. I had a good time. Uh, so spirits are high. I also went to a grocery store. Oh, my God. That was that was an intense experience. I ended up buying a big stick of rhubarb. I ate it. I ate it the second I got home. I just... I just cut off the ends and I ate the big stick of rhubarb. I'm going to have a hard time readjusting, I think. Kelsey says, wonderful. I love some barb. Friday says, little Mao, he panicked. I didn't panic. I wanted that rhubarb more than anything. That was, it was, it wasn't panic. It was desire. And you know what? I'd do it again. It was very, very sour. I loved how sour it was. Friday says, oh, you went there to buy? No, it was just an impulse buy. But, you know, sometimes you're across the room, your eyes lock. And you realize, like, I'm, I need a stick of rhubarb. I don't know if stick is the right term. But goddamn, does rhubarb look like a stick? God damn it. <laughs> it looks a lot like a stick. So that's what I'm calling it. So what I have for breakfast today, rhubarb. No, that's uh, this morning I had some beef jerky and a bowl of oatmeal. Just get a little bit of protein, a little bit of whatever's in oatmeal. If I was to guess, I would say fiber. <laughs> Just looking at a bowl of oatmeal, it doesn't scream vitamin C to me. So I'm thinking what I'm getting out of this is fiber. This is just filler. <laughs> If anyone knows what oatmeal is good for, I hope I'm not making a terrible decision. And by the way, uh, may, can somebody look up the nutritional content of rhubarb? Because my theory is I was just missing some mineral. Ken says gas station jerky. No, no, this is from the grocery store. So it was too expensive. It was like a $14 uh, dollar bag of jerky. Is that normal jerky prices? Am I so disconnected from the world i don't know what jerky costs anymore or is that more For, friday says oatmeal is a good aphrodisiac uh and really spelled that <laughs> so so i just don't believe you oatmeal is gross even if you like oatmeal you can identify that if you put that oatmeal on anything it becomes gross it is at its best condition in a bowl 
not doing anything, trying to slide under the radar and get some fiber into your diet, presumably. So that's what I had for breakfast today. That's how I'm doing. Let's get to the show. Let's do it. How it could have gone if Ryan was on the first manned mission to the sun. Okay, so what does that mean? First manned mission is uh, not like there's people involved. It's going to be a mission with people. We're not we're not sending dogs. We're not sending uh we could might we might send some snakes just for science. Just a couple of snakes, but there's also human beings. Snakes and human beings. Friday says, get ready for the interview process, Ryan. Oh, man. How do you prepare for something like this? I'm looking over my resume and I got to say, there's just a really big work gap that I don't I hope they don't ask about. And I don't see anything in here about space because that's I'm going to the sun and that's in space. Ken says, screw sky and on this one, you need magic and luck. Uh, Okay, so I'm bringing in a uh, four-leaf clover that I got as a gift from when when I was like four or five. I wouldn't say it's lucky. Like, this is the closest thing I have to a good luck charm, but based off of its track record of the amount of time I've had this four-leaf clover and just my uh, trajectory in life, I can't say it's good luck. Friday says, why should we hire you? Uh, I love the sun. I love getting, I want to get up there. I want to walk around. I want to plant, I love planting flags. So I know how much you you all would appreciate that. I, uh, I'll make my own flags sometimes and just like plant them around my apartment. So that like, that's something that needs to be put to good work. And 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 a lot of these skills, you're not going to see them in the resume because I, I learned them in the real world. And what's realer than the sun and space? You know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Ding Ding says you can't walk on the sun. Rejected. What? OK. Well, that that person's kicked out of the room immediately. There, there's some naysayers about this project that we shouldn't be sending people to the sun. And every now and then someone who's like really nervous looking and sweating a lot will stand up and yell, you can't, we can't, what are we doing here? Why are we sending people to the sun? It's madness. It's madness. And the security escort them from NASA. They, and they say, don't come back to NASA. And then they kick them. And then now you're just in um, presumably Houston. All sweaty already. Uh, Friday says, what's your worst quality that can be seen as a positive? I am just wild. I'm real. I like it's hard to predict. But if you're in a situation where you don't want to tip your cards. I'm your guy because I, I keep I, I don't even use cards. Eh? This is, you didn't think I was going to say that. And I stand up and I walk over to one of their clipboards and I throw it across the room. Um, Friday says, wild card. We need one of those. Good, good. Uh, Ken says, how do you deal with intense pressure? Um, I, if you've, 
and then I just fall down and I've passed out. That that question was a bit hard for me. Uh, so I come to and they're saying you got the job. Yeah, some people really appreciate the fainting goat approach to handling pressure. Uh, Ken says, congrats, and I'm, I'm popping bottles. I'm popping champagne bottles left and right. Uh, I'm running around. Everybody's getting their champagne bottles off, and I'm just popping them. I'm, champagne's everywhere. Uh, someone stands up and he yells, you can't send a man to the sun. And I'm like, shut up, and I pop the bottle on him. Uh, Friday says, can you get a m flashback of the moment you wanted to be in space? Yeah, okay, so we're going back. I'm walking along the sidewalk, and I'm looking in. I, I, I came to uh, Houston as uh, just, you know, vacation. I'm walking along. I got an ice cream cone. I'm looking. I look over, and it says, now hiring at NASA. And uh, and it says first mission to the sun. And I think for a second and I think of the sun and I get it a little wrong and I think it's the moon. I think they're talking about the moon. And I'm like, wow, that'd be great. I drop my ice cream cone right there on the ground. I walk inside and now we're caught up. OK, so if you need any more information, we, we can flash back again to the like, uh, I'll let, you know, what? let's flash back. It was Rocky Road ice cream. So I wasn't a huge fan of it anyway. It was kind of like, like boredly licking it. So I am, uh, yeah. When I, I I yell at that professor, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to the sun. I'm gonna be the uh, third or fourth person to walk on the sun, and and the the science is like, no, no, the sun. It's a ball of flaming gas. And I'm like, you're thinking of the moon, your friend. And he's like, no, no. And he's pulling out his phone and the security's coming over, but he's able to show me a picture of the sun. And I'm like, the bright one. And now I like the champagne's still falling on me because NASA has an insane champagne budget. It's insane. Like the amount of bottles I've popped and there's still more to be popping. Uh, but like, I feel like, uh, uh, oh, maybe I should just leave. Friday says the chat wanted a Batman-esque backstory. Like parents died from skin cancer after a night at the opera. No, no. You want me to kill the son as, as revenge? Or you don't want me to kill because it would be Batman inspired. And you just want me to incapacitate the son for a temporary amount of time that's no my thing's better <laughs> i just want to i just want a job i just want a little cash i just want a little of that free champagne budget i just want a little bit of uh accolades i want to be able to go to a school and and uh, it's career day and i'm just walking through and i and i put my head into a room and I'm like, did I hear career day? And they're like, yeah, does one of your kids go? No, I'm like, no, but I am an astronaut. And the kids go, Wah! and I'm like, settle down, settle down. Wah! I walked on the sun and they're like, Wah! 
<laughs> oh, they got a little too excited. This is a young group of kids. Uh, so I'm just leaving. And that's what I did. I did. Well, uh, I, I went immediately from NASA to a nearby school and let everybody know I'm an astronaut now. So I'm 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 in on this. There's no walking away. I don't I want don't want to make me a liar to these kids. Ken says, I give you a gift bag that has sunscreen SPF 35 for your journey. That's good because I burn easily. And I always forget to put, put this on. So I'll try my best and I put it in my back pocket. I I will try my best to put this on. And I go back to NASA and they're like, Brian. I'm like, whoa. whoa. It startled me. And I'm getting a little woozy already. That's the don't startle me. <laughs> I feel the world kind of spinning. Uh Ken says, take a child with you. Bad I veto that. Bad idea. Just bad. Overall bad idea. <laughs> Absolute veto card. Uh, Friday says, hear me out. Giant champagne bottle ship, uh, shaped ship. A giant paint shaker machine. Okay. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. And you are proposing that not to me. You're sort of in the background in a meeting with all the eggheads. Uh, they're science in and out. And you're putting your blueprints down on the table. And you're like, hear me out. And a lot of the um, non-risk takers, the people who play it safe, a lot of them have already broken down, yelled, you can't send somebody to the sun and then left NASA. So what we're left with here is people who are very open to strange ideas. Like we've moved through the filter of uh, thinks we should be sending people to the sun. And now we're at uh, like a very open minded place. So, yeah, we're getting a champagne shaped and everybody's drunk. Everybody like we're still popping bottles like when I went. I took a break and I sobered up a little bit. But when I came back, they've been partying this whole time. Uh, Friday says, yeah, take a child and, uh, and, and make it like that show on Gilligan's Island. No, no, we're not. We're, <laughs> that's fully and completely vetoed. Uh, I have to do my training, astronaut training. That's why they yelled at me. I was so, uh, scared when they yelled. I'm just remembering that it, it just came back to me when they went Ryan, and I was like, ah. And I get woozy again, even though we're walking into the training area. I have a I have a big space suit on. I like it. It's cozy. I'm going to it has a lot of room around the neck, so I'm going to put snacks in here. I got bologna. Bologna's a snack. Uh, we got pepperoni. Any of the onis uh, food is, is going to go on the left side of my neck. And then you got your uh, your salted meats that don't end in Oni is going to be on the right side. So and then maybe we get about that expensive beef, beef jerky, a little bit of summer sausage. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just uh, cramming it in there as I'm walking in and strapping into this machine. I'm like, so what are we doing? And that's when they turn on 
the GeForce simulator. So the the starts going faster and faster. I'm in like a little pod attached to an arm that just spins in circles really quick. And I'm like, what are we doing again? Could somebody explain it, please? And I'm we're going faster and faster. And my uh my face is getting like pulled back like this. And like the cheeks, my cheeks, the face cheeks, they're clapping. Um, it's making a lot of noise. And I'm asking, oh, okay, I think I get what we're doing here. And I just try to make like a mean face. It's a guess. It's a guess at what I'm supposed to be doing. Friday says, Ryan, you can't bring your own snacks. NASA has to make money. That's how, like 60% of how they make it. (laughs) Yeah, they're always trying to upsell me on that tang. Uh, But I I snuck my snacks in. and, And it's good that you mentioned those because the speed at which I'm rotating is driving the force backwards bringing my snacks out of my spacesuit and sort of I get slapped in the face with some bologna. I got slapped in the face with some uh, uh, pepperoni. Slapped in the face. I'm literally slapping my face right now for realism. Slapped in the face with some summer sausage. I might already said that one. Slapped in the face. Uh, very Southern meats. Um, and that's, I, I pass out, clearly. Who no human was built to withstand all of these. Ding Ding says method acting. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna I like I ate beef jerky before this too. So like the it, it, I still can channel the smell as it slaps across my face. It smells good. It smells like beef jerky, but I, I'm trying to bite it and I just pass out. And I wake up. And I am strapped into a rocket. I, I'm, lay, I'm in a chair, but I'm like laying on my back. And I look back and forth and it's just like, yeah, I'm like up on a wall with a chair. And we're looking up and I look out the, the sort of glass window in front of us. And we're just staring at the sky. And someone's on eight on a countdown. And I'm like, eight? Eight already? And I'm, I'm scrambling. I'm, should I try to take off my seatbelt or should I try to make sure it's snug? Like, it's a little loose right now, and I'm trying to determine, do I take it off and try to get out? We're at seven. Or do I uh, uh, tighten it because this could be important? Friday says, Ryan, pass out for a quick sec. And three, two, oh, no. Okay, I'm going for snug, and I make it snug. And uh, I I, I don't hear someone yell blast off, but I hear a blast off occur. I like so I'm I don't know if anybody said anything about it, but a blast off happened and we are uh, going up into space. And I will say I have a terrible headache. I don't know if it's it's the G forces. I don't know if it's how uh, much I've been passing out lately and not drinking enough water. And I don't know if um, it's the slaps from the meat. Ken says your deli meats are shriveling up. Oh no, they weren't meant for this. Meat is a ter- terrestrial snack. It's not dehydrated enough. Uh, Ding Ding says it's definitely the slaps. So uh, we're we're leaving the atmosphere. I have 
a control panel inside me and a bunch of sticky notes on how to drive. <laughs> There's so many sticky notes and they're all flapping with the G-forces so they're hard to read. Um, I'm just going to hit not the big button, but not the smallest button. I'm going to go for the medium button. I hit that and the thrusters engage. And, um, and Friday says, Ryan, look back. Is the world flat? And I look back. And it is, uh, it is the, it's like the wall. It's like the wall of the room I'm in. Like we're in the, like the cockpit area. And I look back and there's a wall. So the, uh, that's a question for another day. <laughs> so I, I, I look forward and I am a little off course. So I, um, I, I, I grabbed the, the, I wouldn't call it a wheel. I'm going to, the the rudder rudder is probably not the right term why didn't they train me more <laughs> i'm like i have to be a valuable asset i would assume they would put more training maybe i just blacked it out and like sleptwalked through all the training maybe it's somewhere deep down so i grab the rudder and i just sort of jiggle it and i'm gonna uh, uh, and i'm the ship's turning the ship's turning and I'm looking up and I am looking directly at the sun and my eyes, you can hear them go like a little sizzle. And I hate that. I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh, it's way worth, worse without an atmosphere, by the way. It's way worse. So I'm, I, uh, I, I've locked in. I, I look at the, the readings on all the um, tools I have in front of me on the screens and it looks like, yeah, we're going to the sun. That sizzle, when I look at it, uh, it reminds me that the sun is hot. It reminds me that I was thinking of the moon. That egghead that got kicked out was right. I had totally forgotten about that. I was worried about meat for too long. We spent way too long on meat, everybody. Friday says, I don't think that the sun is actually hot. I think it emits light like a flashlight. The reason why it gets hot is when the sun is out, it's because that's how gravity races to light. What are you talking about? <laughs> Friday says, but that's just me. The a fundamental thing that you're getting wrong here, though, is flashlights get hot, too. <laughs> so <laughs> if you turn on a flashlight and like put your hand over it, it's getting warmer than when it's off. So that's that's you just need to um you just need to include that in your theory. Start from scratch. You need to start over, Friday. <laughs> Friday says that's just how the gravity reacts to the flashlight light, Ryan. The th okay, there's an I'm I don't know a ton about space and that's coming from somebody who's in space. I'm willing to admit I'm not an expert up here. Already a lot of things have surprised me. There's like a weird sound coming from outside the ship. Didn't think there was even sound in space. So that's first thing off the bat. I don't know everything. But gravity's everywhere. It's not just on Earth. <laughs> I don't so I don't know what you mean by this. There's gravity on the sun. Uh, Ding Ding says, how high are you? And Friday says, I don't do drugs. That sounds bizarre. That sounds like a bizarre way to live. So I go back, I, I undo my seatbelt and I, I'm weightless. 
this is fun. Oh, I'm hitting the ceiling. I'm hitting the ceiling. Okay, okay. I push off, and I'm I'm gonna just try to hit my. I'm not gonna be able to not hit walls. That's outside of my uh, capabilities. I'm gonna hit the walls. So I'm just gonna quickly turn and use the cushion of my ass um, to bounce my way across the ship. Friday says Ryan is the sun flat. So I look out. Ah, God damn it! Stop making me look at the sun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Oh, I need eye drops. Okay, so I'm bouncing around the ship. Why did they send me alone? Uh, that's something that is really unfortunate for me. Kelsey says, I hope you have sunglasses. Okay, so I'm looking for eye drops. I'm looking for Tang. Um, I lo I'm looking for sunglasses. Kelsey says, they needed space. Ryan, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's wordplay. I, I think there's just a ceiling on how much I, I enjoy wordplay. Uh, Ken says, put pepperoni on your eyes. Ooh, perfect. Okay. So my I take my dry ass pepperoni and I just, um, I open up my eye and I look up and I'm just going to apply the pepperoni like you would a contact lens. Okay. So do you need sound effects for this? Like a, there we go. <laughs> that's one in and then and i got the pepper it's so dry maybe i should lick the pepperoni i'm gonna lick the pepperoni first uh oh, i should take out the other one because it's already irritated it's too dry so i take out the other one and i give it a lick and i put it back yeah see that's a much better sound and i put in the other one and i blink a few times the acidity of the meat is burning. <laughs> I want to just pass out. I want to just pass out. <laughs> but I can't. I'm, I, uh, I need to find those eye drops now more than ever. <laughs> Kelsey says, hate that. I literally went, ugh. Ken says, I can't control this laughter. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're go we're getting hit by ast or meteors or something. We're going through an asteroid belt. I think I'm go at some point I, I started going the wrong way. <laughs> so the ship's getting hit and I'm bouncing around and I, I wasn't in control yet. And I'm, I guess I'm just yelling at the asteroids. Uh, stop. Stop it. I'm begging. If they're anything like the uh, the asteroids from the episode where I was an asteroid, this would help. I think they would want to make an emotional connection to me. Uh, Kelsey says, it'll loop back around. Just keep going forward. Actually, that's true. I'm kind of in an orbit. It's like a uh, elliptical orbit right now. Um, Kelsey says, <laughs> Ding Ding says, the asteroid apologizes. So I get a psychic blast of a sorry energy and I start immediately crying. It, like it, a psychic blast is a lot. It's just a lot to comprehend. Uh, I already had a lot to comprehend. 
Uh, Kelsey says, I also have SRE energy. Okay. So I'm getting really overwhelmed and I'm crying pepperoni tears. Uh, they're just really oily tears. Um, they're going into my mouth and it's like salted pepperoni. That's all I can say. And that gives me strength, you know? Not a good strength, a kind of, like a weird, weird energy, but <laughs> Ken says, ew, I'm done here. Um, Friday says, peek behind the curtain, is the moon? What are you talking about? We need to know if the, there's, there are Ryans that coexist. Oh, are you asking if the moon is a moon car? No, no, this is a different world. Moon car world. Moon car world is perfect. Like, I'm not going to step into that world. It's already perfect. If you remember correctly, this earth was entirely destroyed by moon car. <laughs> All right. So I am flying back on course. Now the asteroids were able to put me back, back on my way. I look um, out the front window and I, Oh, Oh, people were wondering if the earth is flat. It looks like a circle does that does that is does that answer the question because like it's kind of two-dimensional my eyesight isn't great when it comes so it's a it's blurry it pepperoni looking uh but i'm getting strong circular energy from it kelsey says flat or poofy i i pass out i pass out from the like that's a lot of cool but I pass out in the driver's seat, at least. So when I wake up, I can quickly con take control of the rudder. Uh, Ken says, I can't wait for the episode cover art for this episode. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do pepperoni eyes. I really don't. <laughs> uh, Kelsey says, weirdly, this proves my pepperoni planet theory. Might start a cult. Um... Friday says, Ryan, speak a bit slower. 30 minutes left. Oh, right. Good point. I think I've been a little motor mouth today. So we're going to slow it down. I put on some music in, in, the, in the spaceship. By the way, it is shaped like a champagne bottle. I don't know if we ever checked in on that fact. Zoom out. <laughs> you got the music playing. You got a big old champagne bottle flying through space. Kelsey says, why? You were busy. Don't worry about it. And we got the music bumping. We got... You want a lot of bass in space. I just feel like that's true. So this is the song I went with. Um, the and so I'm I'm hitting a, I'm hitting a lot in buttons. Kelsey says "Pony" by Genuine. Yes. Kelsey says "Highly Erotic." I'm hitting the all the different buttons to go faster on the ship and to go slower and sort of go up and down. I'm hitting the buttons to make the lights go on and off. I'm hitting uh, buttons. I don't even know what they do. And all of these, uh, all of these different like, like compartments open up in the ship and the snakes are coming out. We got snakes and it's and they're just, and they don't know what to do in space. 
the zero gravity is real. They're going corkscrew patterns. A lot of them getting all tangled up together. Um, <laughs> Ding Ding says you only get one song in space. Rocket Man. What? Well, I snuck. I snuck on meats. I snuck on various meats. So I think I I it was capable of sneaking on one MP3 player with only one song on it. Kelsey says, I'm glad I'm listening to this after my interview, not before. <laughs> that would have been a great icebreaker. So I'm listening to this podcast and the snakes are. <laughs> I was going to say fucking to genuine. <laughs> this is too much pressure. I pass out. I wait. I'll come back in when the song is over. <laughs> I think I might have like a really serious uh, medical condition in this one. I've, I'm just getting like brief moments of consciousness. Um, Friday says, Ryan, can we ha get one more flashback? So I'm flashing back to what the snakes were up to while I was passed out. And them going into space, them getting into space, having to adjust to the zero gravity environment, it's uh, involved their intellect in a way that they're able to notice the course that we're on towards the sun. And uh, they like the cobras put their like hoods out. They're like, oh, my, like they're surprised. The rattlers, well, you got a lot of poisonous snakes on here. The rattlers start rattling because they're scared. That means they're scared. They feel threatened when they realize this is going to the sun. <laughs> Friday says flashback equals dream. And the so in this flashback, the snakes have determined the plan. They're going to they're going to stop me from getting to the sun. So I wake up from my, my passing out and I look back and I can tell those snakes are playing in something. So I hit the eject button. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. I'm in this room too. Uh, Kelsey says, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on my, that this motherfucking uh, spaceship. See, I didn't deliver the line as well as Samuel L. Jackson does, because that's why I didn't want to try to do my version of it. I think the uh, spaceship didn't go very good. Um, Ken says, inject them with pepperoni oil from your tears. <laughs> well, I am crying if that changes anything, but... um. But what, why I am crying is because I am in the vacuum of space right now. I am about 10 feet from the uh, door I hit the open button to. The airlock is just open. I'm out. I'm 10 feet away from the door. And uh, the snakes are the only thing I'm holding on to that's keeping me from the vacuum. The deep space. Uh, I am grabbing onto one snake. It's grabbing onto another 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 snake. And so on and forth. Um, Kelsey says the air will get out. 
and also says Ouroboros. <laughs> so I'm climbing up these snakes and the way the snakes happen to uh, grab onto each other is with their fangs, unfortunately for them. So we got a lot of venom. We, we got a lot of venom swapping going on. Ding Ding says, duct tape the snakes to your head. Why? <laughs> that's such that's such a bad plan. Why would I want snakes there? And I, I, they're, they'll try to take my meats. Uh, and I'm crying a lot. Uh, Friday says, yeah, yeah, wear a funny hat. No. Ding Ding says, Medusa vibes. All right. I'm not willing to. I've already vetoed enough stuff. I'm, I'm collecting the snakes as I, uh, as I go up the snake rope. And I'm crying a lot still. So I got my pepperoni tears are flying off into space and let's just follow one of those so we got a pepperoni tear it leaves my uh it leaves my eye and it starts to fall into space and it immediately crystallizes into almost a little pepperoni diamond and it's uh and it's 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 coming down now it's getting pulled into the earth's gravitational pull it's going down it's going down. It's picking up a lot of speed. It's getting hotter and hotter. It's going through the atmosphere. It's coming through. It th flies down. It's going into like New York City. It's got a lot of speed coming up now. And it goes right through. Um, Let's go with Tobey Maguire's forehead. Comes out of the back of the head. He's gone. And 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 immediate it like it's so hot it's, it splashes everywhere. Everyone's like pepperoni. Oh my god, Toby Toby McGuire. Uh, Ken says, "How are you still alive?" Um, I'm. So, hmm. this is it's gonna be hard to explain in a way that doesn't sound weird, right? Um, so what I, what I'm doing is I took all the snakes back up into the cockpit. I was able to pull in. I'm, I'm, I got a little frostbite on my face and head. Uh, but the rest of, I was, had my, uh, productive gear on. Otherwise I'm up back into the ship. I close the door. There's no air in here. So what I'm doing is I had one breath of air that I pulled in before we went out what i'm doing is all the collects all the snakes i've collected and sort of uh turned into a like a lasso on my belt i'm pulling those up to my face they also took in one breath each before they went into space so i'm putting the snake to my mouth and breathing in the air of the snake Kelsey says, this is just like The Shining. I don't see how this is like anything that's ever been before. So I I take one snake, I, I sort of breathe into it like breathing into a paper bag. It inflates, it deflates, it inflates, it deflates. And then once I'm, I'm getting a little too stale, I throw that snake out the window. I open the window for a second because there's no air in here anyway. It's not like I got anything to lose. And I toss out the snake. Um... And that one also gets pulled into the Earth's uh, atmosphere, comes down like a fucking uh, javelin. 
takes hits Toby Maguire again, just same exact a- aim angle while they were trying to resuscitate him. <laughs> I don't know why he's the one that comes to mind, but he's he got hit twice. The odds of this. Um, Kelsey says, you leave him alone. He's been through enough. He's a weirdo. I will not leave him alone. <laughs> He's a weird guy in my mind. I don't know what I'm basing that on. His performance in the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> he played a weird Spider-Man. Uh, Ken says, Tobey Maguire is canon in all of how it could have gone. I would agree with that. I think that's a firm statement. All right, so we get this back on track. I successfully vanquished um, the the snake problem. I check the instruments again. We're back on course. I look up at the sun. It cooks my pepperoni a little bit, but it doesn't hurt my under eye. The pepperoni is the outer eye now. That's how my anatomy works. and I, uh, Kelsey says, ew, yuck. <laughs> I thought people would have gotten uh, used to pepperoni eye at this point. But I feel good. I check the instruments. I see a, a message from NASA that says, don't kill the snakes. And uh, I must have missed that one. And the next one, more recent, says, damn it. Well, I didn't kill the snakes. The snakes. Well, I I killed the snakes. I killed the snakes. Gazal says, where are you from? I'm from Washington State in the United States. I am currently in space on track to the sun. I think we're making good progress Uh, ever since the snake. Like I'm down to like two snakes left. And I, you know what? I I messaged. I, I noticed I can talk to NASA. I messaged NASA. Where do you keep the rest of the air? And they're like, and then they just show me what they just tell me. It's like, it's kind of hard to find. It's at the very back. You go, it's right next to the hole that has the suction that you pee in. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I okay, never mind. I'll deal with the air in a minute. And I go pee. <laughs> so I've been holding it. At least I, I think I've been holding it. I've been passing out a lot of the time. I think I would know if I wasn't though. Kelsey says, I'll never get used to pepperoni eyes. Uh, Kelsey says, Houston, we have a prob. <laughs> and uh, Gazal says, I'm from Iran. That's cool. Uh, Kelsey says, Ryan, don't fall for the check in the back trick. Classic NASA prank. Um, they told me where the air was. And NASA's not going to just let me die, right? Like NASA has uh, the morals in this situation that they're going to make sure I get to the sun. We're all working on the same team. We can't stop trusting NASA. We need them to get me to the sun and get me there safe. Okay. So there, that's that's what they're going to do. I go in the back. I find the oxygen. Smells like farts. You're right. They fucking pranked me. It's like the gross oxygen. It's like, I know it's not all farts, but it does smell like farts. I punch, I just, I punch the wall and I hurt my hand. This has been so frustrating. This has been such a frustrating 
uh, either day or couple of weeks, depending on how much time I've lost. I try to think of the good times, uh, which is specifically the song that I played. That was the one good time. Uh, but it's hard because I never found those eye drops and my pepperoni's drying out. Kelsey says, there's no time and space. You're you're just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> what a weird assertion. Kelsey says you get time or state space, but not both. You think what? How? <laughs> how would you have time without space? Friday says pick one. Well, I pick space. And I lose time again. So I, <laughs> I yeah. All right. I pass out. I wake up and we are close. We're as close as we've been in a while. Um, it's like, it's like going from summer to winter. It is warmer in the cockpit. Alert, alert. And okay, warm in the cockpit. And that's what the, that is what the, uh, the spaceship itself is, is telling me, um, that we, we're getting incredibly hot and the outside of the ship is starting to melt. And I look out the, um, I look out the front window and yeah, my pepperoni's pretty cooked. I'm looking at, I'm looking, it is just light. It is just like hot yellow light. Um, Kelsey says, great Tinder bio, warm in the cockpit. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, I feel like you still need to start with alert, alert. <laughs> if you really want it to work. Friday says, Ryan, are you saying there is a lot of gravity around the sun? Absolutely, yes. It's actually the most gravity around these parts. I hate your theory. I hate it. I hate your theory. Ken says, your pepperoni contacts have crisp edges. Oh, man. Okay, we need to we need to get what... I, I check the... um, I pull out the manual the mission manual and I need to check. Okay. We made it. I think we're to the sun. So how do we land on this bad boy? And I, it, it looks, I open up the manual and number one blast off. Okay. Done that. Number two, uh, snake measurements. And I'm going to say I did that. I, I, I would say I close enough to did that. Number three, get to the sun. I give myself a little high five. And number four, uh, hit the big button. All right, I guess we're gonna we're gonna look for a, a cool spot. We're gonna probably scan the planet, look for a nice cool spot to land on. I'll go out. I'll take some rocks from the surface of the sun. I'll see how that goes. And uh, I hit the big button, expecting a scan to go off, and the uh, cork of the champagne bottle. It pops out, and then it is just a supercharged end engine blast. We're at full speed. We're going right towards the sun. I'm like, hey, which was which button's the landing gear? And I'm trying to resuscitate one of the snakes to see if they know what to do. I'm uh, running back and forth in the cockpit. The gravity's enough now that uh, I like, I I I'm not floating around anymore. It's not just butt bounce and i have to run back and forth 
Ding Ding says booze. It's hot. Uh, and I am entering the sun. Uh, that would kill me. I'm realizing. I'm realizing immediately. I'm going to pass out and see what happens. Uh, so the front half of the ship is entering the sun immediately cooked to dust. It is just dust. I and then and then I like I'm at the very back. Um, all the snakes disintegrate. Uh, Kelsey says you'll burn your pepperoni eyes. Yep, I'm 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 dust. Whose bright idea with this? Who came up with this? Ding says that's more like I'm. De- what the hell happened here? Nobody warned me. Did any of you warn me? I guess the scientists said you can't do this. Okay, let's check in on how Houston doing. They're having a great time. They're popping bottles. They 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 hit a button and some confetti's coming down. It says mission accomplished. What what kind of weird freaks? What kind of weird freaks did this? I didn't even send any information back. I didn't scan anything. Uh, Ken says, you should have failed your interview. That's fucked up. Ding Ding says, I tried to save you. Rejected from the mission. Okay. It, it, I can't stand for this. This is this is terrible. The I was just walking around along with my ice cream, and they cast some sort of spell on me to make me not realize this is a bad idea. And, you, you know, two people can play at that game. Science got me up to the sun. I think it's time for magic to take over. I'm going to haunt the sun. Ding Ding says, now you haunt the sun. Yeah, okay. There we go. Uh, I I am haunting the sun. I'm going to take control. I'm going to expand my spirit until I'm sort of fit, uh, like uh, I'm expanding to fit the shape of my container like a spirit does. And I am going to uh, open my sun eyes and I'm going to look at that little blue dot with anger. And I am going to send a beam. I'm going to send a beam of sun. Uh, I'm going to concentrate as much of my energy as I can around the mouth region of the sun. About the mid equator line. And I go. And it goes. And it's going fast, but it takes a while to get there because we're pretty far. But it's like, and it goes through some of the asteroids and it vaporizes those immediately. None of the intelligent one, but it scares the crap out of the intelligent one. It flies past um, Jupiter, I'm going to guess. At a certain point, it flies past Jupiter. It might be going uh, a, a little loop-to-loop. It's not exactly a straight sunbeam. And then it comes down, going through the atmosphere, raising the ambient temperature of the entire planet by 20, 20 degrees. And it flies down straight into New York, and it gets right as they were bringing Tobey Maguire back to life, just absolutely vaporized. Just... <laughs> Kelsey says, no, Ryan, no. <laughs> I can't believe they were bringing him back. Yeah, yeah, they had they were able to suture his his brain back together. They were able to get the javelin snake out of his heart. Uh but vaporized and um it blasts back all the doctors. So even if they're they seemed good, but I don't think there's they're they're gonna be able to help him. Um 
Friday says increases the Earth's gravity by a lot. You're insane. <laughs> I can't. There's just no evidence that that's the relationship. Kelsey says, I'm deleting this app. And, uh, well, it's a good time for that because that's how it could have gone with Ryan Cudahy. I, um, um, uh, Friday says, Ryan, then sander my long comment. What do you mean by that? Then answer my long comment. Okay, I have to go back. Um, Ding Ding says, I'll create a horror tour on the sun. A thousand dollars per ticket. You're going to lose a lot of money. Um, Ken says Ryan is the son of the sun. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. I might leave the sun at some point as like a smaller sun. I, I think that would be a fun thing to go. Uh, Kel- Kelsey says ghost rocket ship. Oh, here's Friday. I just want to say that when you leave the Earth's atmosphere, it's colder than when you're on Earth. Shouldn't you be warmer because you would be closer to the sun by your logic? No, you don't. See, what you're missing here is a concept of something called atmosphere. I don't understand it, but I'm sure if you Googled uh, somebody, like, you might find a phone number of somebody you can just call and have this, them explain this to you. Um, and bright side, if you call someone and they think you're right, you'll get, like, a Nobel Prize. The, that So... I think there's no downsides to you spending the afternoon making some calls. Um, Friday says atmosphere equals gravity. Okay, yeah, you're not getting no prize. You're not getting nothing. Kelsey says, I googled it, but I made a typo. It's just porn. Well, you gotta turn safe search on. Even if you spell it right, that's still what you're gonna get when you're looking up whatever you looked up. All right, so that is the end of today's episode. Just as a recap, um, nailed that interview. Pops and Bottles, uh, Pony by Genuine, killed some snakes, kind of made out with them, at least from an outside perspective. Um, Then it gets a little hazy... And then Toby Maguire vaporized. Like that's that's what I remember. Kelsey says I expect an apology to Toby. It, it, not happening. Not not a chance in hell. He seems like a weird dude. I I don't know. I haven't looked into it. But I would I would if I found if I checked the newspaper if I went to the door checked the Sunday newspaper even though it's Monday I didn't go outside. Um. And the headline is Toby Maguire vaporized. I would immediately go to the funny pages, check in on how they're doing, see if anyone has uh, any hot takes. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, Friday says, "Can you get uh, Toby Maguire to do a spelunk?" Um, wouldn't want him. Wouldn't want him if he offered. <laughs> Kelsey says the Green Goblin would be very happy. <laughs> All right. Um, I am asking people to donate to the Black Lives Matter movement and the Stop Asian Hate movement. I will be putting donation links in the episode description when I upload it. So uh, please do that if you can. 
I'm also letting people know I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Dr. Comos. That's D-R-K-O-M-O-S. That's how you can support the show. Uh, make 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 me feel like this is a good use of my time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you're, you also get some bonus stuff going along with it. Um, Ding Ding says the chat wants a Toby Spelunk. It's just not even within the realm of my capabilities. I there I can get Netflix reality TV show people maybe. That is the absolute ceiling on how I can go. I've got some people who are really big on TikTok. I will say that much. If you ch- check out Chris Mejia's TikTok, he's very popular. I had no idea I was I was getting such a get. <laughs> All right, end of episode. I'm gonna. Was this a good one? I think it was a good one. Anyone have a? I feel like uh, "Cry Pepperoni Tears" is the name of the episode, um, and. Ding Ding says, yeah, great up. Uh, and Kelsey says, Chris Mejia is so handsome. Very true. But he's constantly shitting himself. <laughs> without like a plan for it, too. <laughs> without Like without adjusting his behavior at all. <laughs> Kelsey says, makes him more endearing, if you ask me. Well, then I'll incorporate in- that into what I know about... Uh, this like preferred human behavior here comes the outro i hope everybody has a good day um i'll be back tomorrow with another how it could have gone so i've been ryan cudahy and that's how it could have gone thank you goodbye